Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. Hey, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And my name is Mars, and my pronouns are they, them. And it's time to draw a card from the deck of friendship. I messed that up real bad. Deck of Frankenstein. Deck of Frankenstein. Of fun. I didn't. I didn't do a cuss. No, oh. she, she, uh, this is a podcast where each week we talk about an episode of a game-based friendship anime, and this week we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Season One, Episode Six, First the Duel. Best episode of the whole show. Uh, appa- according to Marble, it's the best episode of the whole show. So you know, we're gonna pe- so we're, far or ever. We're we're peaking early. I think. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean this is. There- I should say that this is not a substantiated claim. I just liked it. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably not even the best episode we've seen so far. I just like it. Uh, do we want to do a uh, a quick little plot summary? Plot summary speed run. Speed run. All right. Joey and my duel. Joey wins. There's okay. the... <laughs> that was definitely... I mean, yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, so, so, so the whole... Marble gained three new girlfriends. <laughs> so, uh, in this duel, this, uh, this takes place, you know, fresh after beating, uh, Weevil. They are walking out of the forest and Joey's like, I'm, I'm gonna duel the next person I see. Uh, you just say it just like that. Yeah. And, did uh, you voice, did you voice Joey? Uh, I did in the, oh in the upcoming game, Leg, Legacy of the Duelist. I can't make that claim. Um, but that, <laughs> but that is a real game that is, I don't know anything about it, but it's, it's, it's coming. Um, so they walk out into a clearing out of this forest and, uh, they see all of these duels happening and Joey is like, I'm, I gotta get in there. And, and, um, Taya and Tristan for like the first half of the episode just spend the entire time Sort of negging Joey. Um, you know, they're just being mean to him and saying that he can't Friendship. do it. Uh, and real friends make fun of each other. Real friends. Uh, you know what? Screw that. Real friends support each other always. Always. Maybe that's why the Joey symbolically didn't get all the cards back because the rest of them can be a little bit can can be a little bit rude sometimes, now, and so he doesn't I, appreciate. Okay, it. I can I just point out, I guess. Or, or, or not point out, just ask the question. So we've previously said that, that, you know, Exodia is a symbol of the, the bonds that, that the, the team Yugi has. Right. Um, and Joey saving, uh, the two extra cards, or the two cards from the ocean symbolizes his special bond with Yugi. Yes. Uh-huh. But my question is, cause there are only four there are only four of them in this friend group. Who's the fifth member? Who who does the fifth grandpa card represent? It's, it's, it's is, grandpa. Is it grandpa? It's, it's sure. adult Yugi. Oh oh, is it big Yug? It's big Yugi. Big tall Yug. Maybe it's, it's big... Mai. Mai doesn't have any friends yet, but she could. They, she I, could. It could be Mai. I mean, they didn't. It's Kaiba. No, it, it's not Kaiba. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, so it's Pikachu. So is it Serenity? Uh, uh, hmm. If it is, she's in the ocean now. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. Yeah. So see, it's, she's in the ocean. She's dead. It's got to be someone that they that you that Joey like is friends with, but doesn't care about enough to save. 
I mean, not to say he, he tried very hard to save all five cards. Right. He did risk his life. And he, d- he did yeah. risk his life. And I don't want to uh, don't want to imply that him trying his hardest wasn't enough. In fact, uh, you know, as sim- as symbolic and uh, wonderful as it was, he really shouldn't have jumped 30 feet into the ocean. It was Jesus. So, uh... Last card is Jesus. Joey and Jesus start with a J. Joey has become Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Anyway, back on track. So, uh, they hear a laugh behind them. And who is it? It's Mai. It's Mai. It's Mai. It's Mai. Uh, who, um, who is just fresh off of beating, uh, up some random person in a black and yellow striped shirt. Uh, With her fists. Yeah, she does use her fists, uh, to beat him up. That's not true. Um, yeah, no, they did. She did send someone to the hospital. It was it was weird because you you do remember that this is edited by four kids, so it's supposed to be a little bit more tame. You think that they would have cut out the part where my violently beats another person until he's hospitalized, but they. And they, there's like they let it they let it go there, you know. And there's like blood on her glove for the rest of the episode. And yeah, you can't stop looking crimson. at it. You can't yeah. stop looking at I it. I don't know if you knew this, but in the original Japanese uh version, Mai's last name is Violent, not Valentine. <laughs> wow. My interesting. Vi- my my vi- Violent Time. Yeah. <laughs> violent Time. <laughs> my Violent Time. Wow. So Mai sees the gang and challenges Joey to a duel because and then Joey wins. Because Joey is perceived to be the weakest duelist on the island. Mm-hmm. And what's and, Mai's philosophy? And Mai says her 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 philosophy is um oh my gosh I can't remember the act the a hundred percent wording but she's basically like like always take out the weakest duelist first that yeah, I think that's what she said it might have been that's that's pretty much yeah that's that's like basically the gist of it and um, and she views Joey as the weakest duelist because she heard you Yugi and Joey talking about how Yugi had to give him a star chip. Continuity. Uh, so uh, then they duel, and uh, let's let's get into that. <laughs> So, Joey, you know, starts off, he's summoning a, a Masaki Legendary Swordsman, and Mai summons her Hoppers Lady. And she sure does. So, here's the thing. Uh, in this episode, they make a big deal about how wind monsters are more effective against earth monsters. So, any, so basically any monster that can fly, or, well, you know, flying monsters, they will have an advantage against a monster who is like stuck on the ground is that a real thing it might have been at the time hmm. okay because it's certainly not not now I'll, i feel like that that's one of the things because like what okay hold on i need to google really quick which came first uh Yu-Gi-Oh or harpy the po- lady or, or the, time wizard well Yu-Gi-Oh or the pokemon trading card game probably pokemon but uh, how do we fill up the space marble um um, by Mars editing it out. Uh, so back from the Google uh, from the from the Google dimension and uh, <laughs> confirmed, Pokemon came first. So I'm a hundred percent betting that originally the I because every monster has a type. Uh, you know, Earth, Wind, Fire, all that. It's a good. Song. I'm. <laughs> 
I'm a hundred percent sure that this sort of stuff of earth monsters being weak to wind monsters and, and, and stuff like that is a hundred percent a takeaway from like how Pokemon works. Yeah. And they eventually distance themselves from that to, to, to really separate the comparison. Um, right. That's my thinking on it, uh, because as far as I'm aware, there is no, in the current version of the game, there's no instance of, like, an earth monster being automatically Weaker. weak to a wind right. monster. Um, right. Uh, so, basically, for the first couple of turns, Joey is summoning all of these weak monsters and making all of these mistakes, while Mai is beefing up her Harpies Lady with Cyber Shield and, and then later Elegant Egotist. She also implies that she's doing so by using psychic powers yes. on her cards and determining exactly which card is which. And she's like, I'm going to play this card without even looking at it. Yeah, so this is something that was kind of set up in previous episodes, like when she beat Rex Raptor on the, Rex Raptor on the boat, uh, where she played this game where she guessed all of the cards in her deck in the exact order. Which we got a glimpse of her deck there, too. My yeah. theory that she had a Millennium item was swiftly proven wrong. No! It's called Millennium Perfume. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Millennium cheating. After... It is cheating <laughs> after... Uh, so the heart of the cards is definitively not cheating. Putting perfume on your cards? Oh, that's cheating. That's to definitely tell them, cheating. To, yeah, if, if you put a distinct perfume on each card, I don't think that's how perfume works. I think that it would be immediately no, it, hard to tell what it, 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 it would be so but hard to tell so in the yes. canon of the show it does differentiate each card to the point where she can just automatically pick out which is which that's super cheating if i was joey i'd be like hey ref uh well you, ha- you have to keep chips. in mind there are no refs on this island apparently I feel like that's going to become very bad very quickly. Uh, well, you have to keep in mind that... Uh, so the episode actually opens up with Pegasus laughing in a room. He um, is monologuing <laughs> to himself, yeah. yeah. And then just so you just so you know for sure he's a villain, he does, like, look into a pocket watch. Like, he just, he, he like, stares into it And then slams it to punctuate a sentence. Like, abs- right. that's a villain thing, 100%. Yeah, he wants you to know. He wants you to know, I'm evil because I have a pocket watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone has digital watches now, Pegasus. No, only villains. Only villains still have old technology. People think I have a wallet chain, but nope, it's a pocket watch. Okay, wait. <laughs> I want to take a quick aside with this this theory. Okay. Joey has Time Wizard, which is a card that has a clock on it. And he can put uh, that deck in his pocket. Oh no! That, Does he have a pocket watch? No, he has a pocket wizard. Oh, Where, I like that. Because what you're because you know I I don't like the the taking away the time wizard's autonomy autonomy and you know only reducing him down to being a clock. Yeah, Ray, you better watch your mouth. That was my <laughs> Joe. That was my Joey impression. Um, Marble, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Okay. Well, then let me give you a hand. Uh, but yeah, like Pegasus. Oh, I got that. <laughs> I just got that. Pegasus at the beginning is like t- all talking up, like monologuing to himself. 
about how, like, you know, only, like, now the duelists are, like, picking the, each other off and only the strongest duelists would remain. I don't think he cares about the rules of the game. Mm. You better watch it before I clock you in the face. See, that's, see, that's, I'm going to ignore the threat of violence. Yeah, me yeah, too. Please. They, I, it seems like my whole train of thought, he doesn't care much for the rules for somebody who made an entire game. Well, yeah, his whole, cause he's, he's, he's gathering the, the strongest duelists for an express purpose. Like mm-hmm. he's Shadow got, games. he's got an alternative, ulterior motive. Right. Like, he, he doesn't care about the actual game. He doesn't care about a child stealing the rule book. Now, no, I, no. I do wonder if, like, the virtual playing field machines, like, stop moves that can't happen. Maybe. I don't know. Like, it, it, it's a thought. But, yeah, and uh, that's the thing. Since it's since it's automated, I'm you know what? I'm going to go with that theory. I think that, like, you're probably right and, like, you can't, it'll, like, stop you from doing, like, illegal moves. But it's mm-hmm. automated. It's not built to detect someone who's literally cheating by putting perfume on their cards right but also it could be like a pokemon stadium situation where if you like game shark your pokemon in your in your game boy cartridge to have like moves they shouldn't you can still get a diglet using fly animated in your pokemon stadium game hmm. um i know hmm. that was a difficult one to grapple with yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay so this plot summary has sort of jumped around a little bit but uh, so Joey, Joey like figures out this whole plot and he figures it out because he closes his eyes and he concentrates and he smells the cards from across the way. He smells Which the cards. Which is so wild. In the middle of a field, in the middle of a, in the middle of nature, he smells the perfume coming off the cards from all the way across a, like, huge dueling arena. Mm-hmm. So I think what we can infer from this is that Joey is a dog. Oh, see, what I wrote down in my notes when that, that reveal happened is that he has the Millennium Nostrils. That's way, <laughs> that's, that's way better than my joke. I gotta see if I wrote down a joke. Hang on. Give me, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Nope. so sorry that's okay i'm sure i'll think of something like a day after this episode comes out (laughs) so uh joey summons baby dragon and then my baby dragon baby dragon that's how he says it i I love love, it so much i love the way joey says everything he says um my activates elegant egotist which apparently turns one harpy's lady into three harpy's ladies and that's how marble got three girlfriends <laughs> oh okay so um the way the card works now is uh if harpy lady is on the field special summon one harpy's lady or a harpy's lady sisters from your hand or deck so i guess the three uh harpy's ladies are, cons- are were supposed to be considered one monster mm-hmm. okay anyway yes yes because harpy sisters is another card but she does mention them as the harpy sisters also at some point does she okay yeah which was a little confusing because i do remember there being a card called harpy sisters Mm. so marble get ready you're gonna get more girlfriends thank god yeah well it's about time i got new harpy girlfriends in my life okay so for the final turn joey draws 
the Time Wizard. Uh, and uh, the Time Wizard does some crazy stuff in the anime. Yeah, I have to yeah. ask, is that a real card? And if it so, is. is that what it, it does? It's a real card. It, that is not what it does. Yeah, <sighs> I, I was going to say, that's that's a little much, I think. Your uh, gods have just aged to their natural death. Yeah, so... <laughs> right. so so in the in this episode, when the effect of the time wizard is activated, uh, a thousand years passes in the fiction of the duel, causing baby dragon to turn into thousand dragon and to age the harpies ladies by a thousand years, reducing their attack by a lot. Mm. Uh, and then thousand dragon attacks and destroys all three harpies ladies. And then Mai's life points, like, in one hit, goes from max to zero, and she loses. It was pretty sick. So, what did we all think about this episode? I'm gay. <laughs> this was a very, this, this was a very good episode for, for, uh, for Willowa people. I'm a Willowa people. Yeah. And it was very good for me, in case you're all wondering. I really enjoyed this episode, because I love my Valentine. I do too. Damn, <laughs> she's a good. I, I, she's a good character. Uh huh. Yeah, she she really is. Um, we've we've only seen her in I think three episodes mm-hmm. now. Uh, and, but like I don't know, she just has such a, a like really fun, engaging personality, and um the it's, the mm-hmm. actress uh behind her voice just it, like she's having fun having so much fun with like that's what i like that that's why i really enjoy the four kids dub is because it really does genuinely seem like everyone is having a really really good time yeah this is sort of like the first uh situation where a character is directly asked what their motivations are when joey mm-hmm. starts this duel he asks my why she wants the prize money what she's up to why she's in this and um, which also can i say makes it way easier for us because we don't have to infer anything a character a character literally asked another character directly hey what are your motivations so that people who are covering this show don't have to think about it (laughs) right what are what are your motivations are you gonna have a character arc (laughs) i have a pen and paper right here um hey think think of marble trying to write notes about this episode yeah so Um, Mai's motivations are shown as a direct contrast to, uh, Yugi and Joey's, which both are shown to be, like, extremely altruistic, and, um, you know, Yugi wants to save his grandpa, Joey wants to save his sister's eyesight, Weevil, uh, Weevil wants Weevil to- wants to build a bug sanctuary! And he wants to avenge all the dead bugs, and he wants to have a private studio where he can record evil laughs- <laughs> so okay so weevil's <laughs> motivations so he wants to a his here's his plan he wants to a get revenge for all bugs stomped uh swatted or fumigated right he wants to and this is a mars insert but i just believe it so much he wants to build a bug sanctuary where bugs can live in peace and he wants yes I accept it as canon. And in his bug sanctuary, where he also lives at peace with the bugs, he has a recording studio where he records. And what I like to imagine is he records uh, for villain roles in in in-universe anime. (laughs) 
Yeah, and he oh just does his evil goodness. laughs. Here's the thing, he doesn't submit any voice lines. His portfolio is laugh. all evil laughs. It's just all evil laughs. Okay, and they hear his, no bug yeah. name. Right, right. Sometimes he'll say he'll say some bug names, but if mm-hmm. if they hear him speak and and he only says bug names, they're going to be a little bit off-put. So he's yeah. he's gotten in the habit of only sending evil laughs. See, here's the thing is Weevil ultimately wants to retire from playing dual monsters. He wants to live on a farm with a bunch of bugs. You know how you know how like <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You know how like in anime when there's a cat girl, they like mm-hmm. exclusively speak in cat puns. I feel like we've been cheated in that Weevil doesn't exclusively speak in bug puns. Here's he, the thing. He though. did do it. He did do a lot of bug puns yeah, though. The, the, right. the two Weevil episodes did a lot of bug puns and it That's wasn't fair. just although, Weevil. Although yeah, to be fair, also, it wasn't Weevil just doing the bug puns. Everybody was doing the bug puns. I mean, the writer's room had to have been having a blast with mm-hmm. this. And if they weren't, I'm disappointed. <laughs> right. um, so so my, right? So my. So my. Um, yes. So Mai's motivations are provided to us as a contrast between uh, Yugi and Joey's, which we don't really know anybody else's motivations in canon. Um, but Mai uh, just wants the money. She just wants the V-Bucks. Um, she wants so much money that she doesn't have to work anymore or worry about like having a job or anything. She wants the luxury. She wants she wants she wants to live the good life, you know, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And it's presented as uh, uh, not great. You know, she's a materialist. Right. Um, you know, I mean, she is I think, absolutely being selfish. Right. And Joey calls her out, too, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you're, you're being selfish. You're Think of the proletariat. Selfish. Think of the working class. Think of the working class. <laughs> happy happy workers day everyone happy workers happy day everybody happy international workers day this this puts us this definitely gives us a time stamp now well yeah. we, we shouted out earth day that's on, true on a previous episode and now we're doing international workers day um and you know what? You know what? You can't, you, like, this This episode might be months old by the time it's released. Here's the thing. But. Every day is Earth Day and every day is International Workers Day. But you're. Right. That's a much better point than what I was going to. But what I will also say, which was my point, is that <laughs> um, you can't, there is no time limit on Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh right. is forever. So, like. Al- also, did you guys, did you guys notice like today's international workers day and do you realize what time it is it's time to unionize it it is time to unionize which is why i want to talk about uh the game developers union no no particular reason i just think that game developers should unionize specifically yeah they should yes they should should. game developers you should unionize you should unionize it's easy for us to say that since we're not in the games industry but you should unionize but but, hey it'll be beneficial for you it will, it will, because here's the thing. There, so there is so much work and hours 
that goes into making a video game. And oftentimes, publishers and executives will treat their workers like absolute garbage and force them to work massively ridiculous hours and and right it's especially awful. especially during crunch time especially when during development crunch time. periods are coming to a close and at that point your only hope will be to enter a children's card game tournament and try to go for the top prize maybe, money of three million dollars maybe so my luxury maybe my used to be a game developer go on yes maybe she is a lesbian after all <laughs> And as we all know, only lesbians, only lesbians develop games. Game <laughs> only lesbians work in the game development industry. So maybe my used to work at um, Fortnite. At Fortnite, she used to work at Fortnite, <laughs> and um, and well, we know that Epic Games don't treat their employees well, especially no, they don't. especially since Fortnite dropped. Hey, hey, folks. Have y'all ever wonder why Harpy Lady doesn't appear in Fortnite? <laughs> it's time for the truth. The truth come out. The truth they come out. They got rid of my Valentine from Fortnite. So wow. my my Valentine quit Fortnite, and now she is like, screw this system of uh, where I am being reduced to uh, a replaceable cog in uh, in 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 a horrible overworked machine and maybe I should enter a card game tournament to try and win money <laughs> right okay right I'm gonna take us back to so to, to no. real realm and now. then she's going no, she's no, no. going to liberate she's gonna liberate her fellow colleagues by she's starting gonna... her own game studio Mm -hmm. with you know like she's not gonna like she's not gonna be anti-union and all that other junk no i i i mean i okay i say that we move back to what marble was talking about before i started talking about the fact that my valentine is a gamer i did like that (laughs) bit though and we were keeping that hi it's me marble hello marble gamer cantus marble gamer cantus my's gay my is gay. My said gay rights. My, my, did say my said gay rights, and she also said trans rights because she's not a turf. That's true. Absolutely right. Do you have any as long other as that's my established. thoughts? Um. Yeah. I mean. Okay. So this isn't related to the you know economic etc. But I do have to say that like my headcanon that my is a lesbian is much stronger now that I've seen the monster she plays. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, here's the thing, okay? I, my my brief history with card games was that, you know, I, I used to play them as a child, and then I got most of them taken away, and then as an adult, I got back into them, but I didn't get back into Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. I got into a game called Card Fight. Right, And yeah. let me just say that, like, there's a meta in Card Fight, and I didn't follow the meta. I, I filled my... I filled my deck with cute girls. <laughs> I filled my deck. Here's the thing. There's a whole clan in Cardfight Vanguard called Pale Moon, and it's just cute circus ladies. It's just 100% cute circus ladies and nothing else. Like, right now, Mai is the most relatable character in the show. I get it. Like, like those those harpy ladies? Like, come on. And they multiply? Yeah, I, I'm, Come on. I'm 100% betting that, you know, she was, uh, you know, she was getting into dual monsters and she was just like, 
looking through the cards and and seeing what was available and she was determined to make a good deck out of the harpies ladies right because she and was just she like was, yeah her, her, she was her, so her big gay heart actually her little gay heart because she does not open her heart to many people but right, she has no friends she has no friends but her her gay heart was like i gotta i, I gotta because I, here's look the at, thing look at these ladies Look at these ladies. Here's the thing. I absolutely base my decks in Yu-Gi-Oh! off of entirely aesthetic. Same. (laughs) I built a deck based around vampires because I'm like, vampires hot. (laughs) Oh, you would get along with my roommate. (laughs) Not to to out him. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, right. So, my is... You know, she's definitely selfish, but again, like, there's not a whole lot of, like, she's clearly a a lone wolf type. Right, and after how she was treated in the games industry, you can't blame her for wanting to get out of there. (laughs) You're right, yeah. Um, and so she got, she, she, she was fresh out of her, her job, uh, working on Peggle 2, and... Working working on Peggle 2 at Fortnite. She was so... (laughs) She was so sick of the way she was treated. Um, and she got a mysterious VHS tape in the mail and she <laughs> oh popped it in. And Pegasus was like, Industrial Illusions has a strict non discrimination policy. And she was like, Okay, I'm in. Uh, I, uh, I like to. <laughs> um, I keep trying to have a thought, but then I keep thinking about this scenario, and it just... <laughs> so, so Pegasus sends her this VHS tape. <laughs> right. Um, d- does he think that she has a Millennium item? Yeah, she has the, the millennium, millennium Perfume. Millennium Perfume. She has the Millennium Perfume. It's not acknowledged But you have to remember that she used a different perfume on every card, so she has like 30 Millennium Perfumes. <laughs> no, here's no, the trick here's, with here's, the Millennium no, Perfume. Here, can, I, can I say my truth before you say your truth? Yes. My truth is that Millennium is just a brand of perfume. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and Pegasus just got really confused. <laughs> yep. Uh, this just... also this also like creates the fact that Pegasus knows what the Millennium items are and Millennium Perfume is one of them and also there's a brand called Millennium Perfume in the world. Right. Yeah, the Millennium Perfume, it's out there. It's out there somewhere. Somebody just, has it. He's just so un- like he just didn't know that Millennium was also a brand of perfume. Right. Like, you know. Which is hard to believe with Pegasus. I believe that he doesn't go for perfume. I think he's one of those dudes who's just like, like, so into his own quote unquote natural scent. I found Millennium perfume on Amazon. Oh my god. No. Marble, don't do it. I'm not going to. I don't You're, have that kind of money. You'll be sent to the Shadow Realm. I don't have that gamer cash. Speaking uh, of gamer cash. Speaking of gamer cash, how are you going to transfer? How are you going to segue into something with this, buddy? It's time to go to the card corner. That doesn't work at all. <laughs> it does for me. I mean, we were already talking about how Maya's a lesbian, and Card Corner is about the lesbianist card I've seen so far. <laughs> Let's talk about Harpy Lady. Let's talk about Harpy Lady. 
Gay. Sorry. <laughs> Don't so apologize. on the card. So the card type is gay. gay. Its attribute <laughs> is gay. Its, its type level is gay. gay. It's a it's a winged gay. Yeah. No. Its actual type is winged beast. Mm-hmm. It's a monster. It's a wind attribute. Attack is thirteen hundred. Defense is fourteen hundred. Um. The the flavor text on it is this human shaped animal with wings is beautiful to watch but deadly in battle and also gay. <laughs> Yes. I just want to I want to I want to pull back the curtain uh and just say that we we do watch these episodes together on Rabbit and Rabbit has a function where you can send little emojis and they'll appear on the screen. <laughs> yeah. And whenever the harpy ladies were on the screen, I would just spam the heart emoji and apparently both of them just knew it was me. Yeah. I mean no, it- <laughs> It I was saw, obvious. I, I saw the hearts when the harpy ladies w- went up, and I just, my, I, just my, my, I, I just knew. Yeah, my brain went, that's Marvel. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's, so, she's cheering for beautiful women. I am cheering for beautiful women. So he, Okay. I'm proud so of them and what the, they've accomplished. With the card description, I do want to point something out really quick. It's described as a human-shaped animal with wings. So, okay. It's not, like, I don't know, like, that's just such a weird way to describe the Harpy Lady, you know? Because it's like, I don't know, it's, 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 I guess, sort of implying that, like, or maybe, like, it's maybe implying that, like, the Harpy Lady doesn't have, like, autonomy, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, she's just, like, you know, like, she's... She's a winged beast in the shape of a human. Right. I mean, it, I mean it, she's a she's a mythological cryptid. I think that she has thoughts and feelings, like, and I think that yeah. she wants to yeah. go to college and... Mm-hmm. And get a job in the field she wants, and, and uh, you know. settle okay. down with settle a down. nice woman yeah. named Marble. I, I do. <laughs> I do want to sh- shatter this image real quick. Okay. And work under the operation that she's a cryptid. Marble is she real? Yes. Where I mean, can we find her? If dude, if, if Mar- <laughs> if Marble knew where to find Harpy Lady, do you think she would be sitting here on this podcast right now? Here's the thing: she already has Harpy Lady with her. It's true. I I have to ask her not to uh, screech, not to screech <laughs> while I'm doing podcasts. And she recordings. loves you so much that she respects that 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 mm-hmm. ask. Well, it's important to have boundaries in a relationship, you know. And For sure. Been really flourishing because. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marvel. I need. I can't do I, this. I, I, listen, listen. I'm reeling it back in. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I do need you to come up with the question of the week for the card corner because Harpy Lady is your girlfriend. Yeah. Okay, the question of the week uh, for this card corner is um, Ray, hey, Mars. Marvel. Both of you have now seen my girlfriend. Do you like her? Isn't she beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I support this yes, relationship. Yes, I support it, of course. When are you going to invite us over for dinner? Yeah. I'm that's... sorry. It's just, it's been so hard to make time. Listen, I, me I, and we'll Judge Man are out. just going to show up at some Judge Man is not my boyfriend, first of all. <laughs> no, Judge Man's your dad. Well, yeah, but he's still invited. Right, right. I'm like, I'm just good friends with Judge Man. No, and we're no. both just like. Okay. Can, can, can you please I, let can me know I, if please, you have can, any dietary can please, restrictions? Can you please entertain the fiction that Judge Man is your dad? <laughs> okay, alright, so in this fiction, Judge Man is my dad, uh, Harpy Lady is Marble's girlfriend. What is u- Ultimate Perfect Moth to you, then? Oh, Mars? Ultimate Perfect Great Moth is 
um, my my sort of kooky bi roommate. <laughs> I was gonna say roommate. I was gonna. It's like it's like the roommate that like you you don't know that much about personally, but they have that energy about them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she, wanna... she she's just she's just always bringing out of her all sorts of different people, and it's just it's just you know like this is supposed to be like you know it's our space, but it's you know also a, it's supposed to be like my private space sometimes too. You know, ultimate great moth. I want to start operating under the the idea that all these monster cards that we're using in the card corner are cryptids that are real in the world and we have relationships. We have, them. yeah, we have personal relationships that we can define in the mm-hmm. context of the real world. This yes. is an no entire AU that we need to form. Yes. Uh, we're building it here in we're Deck build- of Friendship. We're building it here. Now, My girlfriend is- says that's a good idea. Now, is this in the same universe as... Pegasus and Ursula. Okay, so I have a thing. We're done with Card Corner. Are you ready? We're going back to Kingdom Hearts, wait, baby. Wait, wait. Before we're done with Card Corner, uh, I just want you both to know that um, Harpy Lady sent me a beautiful sculpture that she built in Minecraft. It looks really great, and I'll show you both after the show. Please, thank you. Yeah. Wonderful. I, I'm so glad that Harpy Lady is a is a is a gamer. I'm. So, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I was so excited for for either me or somebody else to bring up Kingdom Hearts. I whipped up my my notebook when you said Ursula. There's Kingdom a, Hearts. There's a scene in this episode. It's a Marble, flashback. Marble, do you even know about Kingdom Hearts? See, here's the thing, is that I wanted to do a funny bit where I leave the call, but you wouldn't be able to tell in the recording, so, um, oh, also, please leave this in, this explanation <laughs> of my bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's more tie-ins to Kingdom Hearts here. Okay. Um, there is a flashback scene with Joey and Serenity where they go to the beach, and they have a fun time, and then at the end they have a heartfelt moment, and they make a promise, and, uh, They share some... They some share a pau blue, fruit. Some blue salt ice cream or whatever. They, they sh- yep, that's they- what it's called. Blue salt ice cream. <laughs> that's Scrooge McDuck's favorite. Blue salt ice cream. That's not a Scrooge <laughs> accent. <laughs> so can we- I'm sorry that I don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts. I've just seen images of them with blue ice cream. It's Yes, that's fair. Anyway, Joey and Serenity do a pinky promise, and my brain was shot back to Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. One Kyrie Sora Paupu Fruit promise. Mm-hmm. 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 Except they don't share a Paupu Fruit in Kingdom Hearts 1. And neither do Joey and Serenity. It's symbolic. I know. So, um, I, I'd like to point out that in my notes, I wrote down that... Um, and I, I feel like I remember it pretty vividly. Child Joey has the exact same voice as yeah. as, as so, current age Joey. So does Serenity. And, <laughs> and, and here's the thing is that I'm not against them using the same voice actors, but usually when there's flashbacks in shows, uh, actors will like change their voice to sound like a child's. Like they'll be like, oh yeah, uh, friends are my power. I'm 10. <laughs> um but Joey's voice actor is just kind of rolling with it. And it's like, yeah, I'm a kid. Hey, uh, we're going to go to the beach. All right. Thanks for taking me to the beach, big brother. Yeah, absolutely. Serenity? It's Sora. I didn't forget your name. It's Sora. <laughs> Mar- <laughs> now, Marble, why is it that you can never remember Serenity's name? 
I don't know. I honestly don't. And I did remember it this time. So I'd like you to take that back, please. Thanks. If if I just kept saying my sister Serenity over it's and my over. my sister Serenity. Will that, will it stick? No, because I did remember her name. I'd like to point that out just because it came out of my mouth very slowly. I didn't need help remembering it. So. <laughs> okay. You just had to start up the engine first. All right. It's all right. Fun. Yeah. You've, you've, you've thoroughly, you've thoroughly taken us down a peg marble <laughs> okay i do but... wanna... <laughs> i have a few more things before we wrap up for sure uh continuity uh Taya's still throwing shade at my and saying a voice that annoying can only be my yeah, uh, no, yeah, she yeah. just says a voice that annoying and then we cut to my and it was yeah. beautiful yeah throughout the for throughout this entire episode i Taya is is still very much anti Mai. Yes. yes. That said, when uh, when Mai is like saying that like Joey doesn't stand a chance, and you know he's a he you know he is getting freaked out or whatever. Like Taya does agree with her and does go against Joey. Right. It's true. Yeah, it's like, she's like, I can't even disagree with that. Right. Um, no no one believes in Joey, except for Yugi. Except for Yugi. Right. And, it's and me. Beautiful. I also, I was very taken by uh, Tristan's, like, blind support of of his friends because he still clearly has no idea how the game works or what's going on in any context. No, at one but, at one point he's just like, "You've got plenty of moves left." I don't know why this is the voice for Tristan. Hold on, let me start over. You've got plenty of moves left. Uh, you, because his voice he has like sort of um he his voice is like the voice that you give a character when you want them to sound stupid, right? But he's not he's stupid. Got, he's got plenty of moves left. And uh, and and I think they're kind of like they're like, "How do you know?" And he's immediately like, "I have no idea what's going on in this game." Yugi, how how do we know that he's he's doing well? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please he's just, help. He's just he's just supporting he's just supporting his friends. Right. And like he honestly, yeah, like that's the thing is like like Tristan fully believes in Joey, although he does also neg Joey a whole a whole lot in this episode. Right. Yes. Until this point. At right. this point, he has just become the supportive friend Tristan. Right. Right. Um, and so I guess I'm, you know, because, you know, like, I feel like in friend groups, like, people sort of poke fun at each other all the time. Like, not in every friend group, but I think that's a, that's a pretty, like... Free, yeah. like regular thing um so i guess i wonder how much of Taya and tristan's negging of joey is just them like you know being kind of cheeky and and how much of it is is actual like not believing in him well joey's very outspoken so i think at some point if it really bothered him he'd be like hey uh, my sister's eyesight is on the line can we maybe dial it back a little bit please you're please. right you're right you're right <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, you know, I, I feel like you're right. By the fact that, like, Joey does not seem particularly bothered by, uh, them constant, constantly giving him, uh, giving him a little, uh, what is, hmm. A little is, shade. A little shade. Thank you. There's an S word I can use. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, throwing him, uh, throwing him a little shade. Like, the fact that he doesn't mind probably does indicate that, like, you know, they're just sort of, you know, messing with him a little bit. I have two more points that are kind of related. Um, I really like how Mai's play style is 
kind of a direct opposition to how Joey started mm-hmm. learning how to play dual monsters, and he had a bunch of monsters and no magic and trap cards, and Mai is kind of the opposite of that, yeah, where she like... only has, like, one or two monsters, and she's only using magic cards, and that's the flaw, and Joey realizes that. Well, no, Joey doesn't realize it. Yugi does tell him. Well, I get. I mean, yes, he still needs help. He's still learning. But for sure, for sure, that that is how that is part of how he defeats her, and that's that's a growth, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other way that he defeats her is that in order to draw the time wizard, similar to Yugi drawing the last piece of Exodia, he does use the heart of the cards. They, it's not like as grand as when Yugi did it, but he does use the heart of the cards. Yes, and he draws the card that he exactly needs, which is the card that Yugi gave him. Mm-hmm. On the boat. Time yeah, wizard. Feral Imp. Oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, time wizard. The time wizard. It's the time wizard, Yug. And jo- and then we get a thousand dragon and he beats Mai. And then he has his o- own mind break moment for Mai. And it's we don't see and hear glass shattering, but he he has some strong words and feelings that he shares with Mai and she's just a little bit dumbfounded. What did we learn today, folks? What did we learn? Harpy Lady. I want you both to know that this is the first time you're meeting Harpy Lady, but we've been in a committed relationship for at least four months. That's nice. That's it, is, so it, is, nice. It, is, it is, isn't it? I didn't even know that she was an actress. And oh my God. seeing her She's in so her bashful. TV show. I know. Seeing her in her show was just, wow. It really, her face lit up. It was just, it was so... It was so, I don't know, so good. We learned uh, that we are going to keep facing people who cheat, but the gang is going to overcome that through friendship and teamwork because that Joey still needed help because he's still new and learning and Yugi helped him. And I'm, I can't wait for the day when they face like just a good duelist that doesn't cheat, but is just good and how they deal with that. Yeah. Ha- like what happens if Joey or, or, or Yugi duels a legitimately good person? Mm-hmm. Like, like <laughs> what if, here's the thing. What happens if Joey is like, what, what are you fighting for? And the person's just like, my grandma. Like at, Her like, eyesight's bad and she was taken by Pegasus. Her eye- <laughs> I need the money for her surgery after I free her from <laughs> Pegasus's grip. Right, and you get hey, Joey are like, oh no. Hey folks, isn't this a metaphor for how capitalism pits the lower class against each other? Uh, yeah, probably. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-bum. <laughs> that's, that's the episode. <laughs> that's, that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right everyone all right uh so it looks like our hand has been played thank you for listening to deck of friendship if you enjoyed the show please leave us a rating on itunes it would mean a lot uh and if you do we'll read it out on the show um if uh if you want to reach out to us you can find us on twitter at friendship deck or at deck of friendship pod at gmail.com our turn is over your move socialism <laughs>